eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back for another prospect-filled edition of the Six Rings and Prospects podcast here on weei odyssey and 2400 sports i am andy jumbo hart he is chris shime time shime and today we will look at the safety position from a patriots draft perspective before we jump into the prospects in a pool that isn't overly deep there's a couple high-end guys and then it tails off rather quickly uh first from a patriots perspective new england has three box safeties if you want to call them that on the roster I think three guys that everybody uh has a has a pretty good liking for in terms of Kyle Duggar who is coming to the end of his rookie contract and probably looking to get paid at some point Adrian Phillips who I think was we've all grown to appreciate as maybe the underappreciated veteran do-it-all plays bigger than his size in the box kind of guy and Jabril Peppers who endeared himself to a lot of fans last season by trying to kill people every time they were around him on the football field and bringing some um, spunk to the Patriots' defense. But what they do not have is Devin McCourty anymore. He retired, will be joining the media permanently at some point, to which the team cut and then re-signed Jalen Mills, and there were reports that that may be in the free safety role, which I think he is best suited for. Uh, that brings me to a long-winded question. How big a need is the safety position in your eyes, Chris Shine? Yeah, I think safety might be one of the better positions on this roster. Actually, it might be the best position on this roster. If I had to grade them all out, I would say safety is very high on that list. It's either number one or number two. Uh, okay. I love what Kyle Duggar brings. I think he brings a very specific role. Adrian Phillips, to me, is kind of uh, that, like, jackknife where he can do just about anything you need him to ask him to do. And then Jalen Mills playing the free safety makes a lot of sense. He has experience yep. there. Uh, he kind of, he did it with the Eagles. He'll fit there. He can also slide down into that nickel corner if you desperately need him to. Um, so I, I think the safety, and then again, like you said, Jabril Peppers is just going to hit somebody like he's going to be great when you want. I, I said this last year too. I felt like Bill wanted a very, amorphous group of safeties where they can kind of do anything. I can have two safeties on the field. I can have four safeties on the field and I feel comfortable with the way my defense looks. Um, and, and I think he will continue that. I wouldn't be shocked if a safety gets picked. I don't expect it to be early. Uh, I would expect it to be probably in that fourth to sixth round range. So um, I think he wants the amorphous effect to be the entire defensive backfield to some degree. That's yeah, why everything beyond the line. 
they uh, they kind of all coach together. They don't really have separate rooms. They all in the same back end room together. And, you know, I probably should mention not just uh, the guys we talked about, but you have Miles Bryant, who was tendered, um, who was sort of a safety corner hybrid, regardless of what you think of him. I don't want to get into how good he is. I'm just yeah. telling you he can kind of move around. And I think a lot of people believe that maybe uh, Jonathan Jones, even though he moved to outside corner last year, has the history of playing in the slot, could maybe be a, a safety option or a, or a defensive back option as he ages. But um, there are some people I have, there was a, a certain stretch there, and I don't know if it was necessarily fueled by a mock draft. There was a certain stretch where I can remember doing podcast Q&As and Sunday radio shows with Fitzy, Fitzy and Hart program on WEEI. Listen each and every week if you're interested. Uh, Great show. And people were like calling in like, oh, I think they should go get a safety. I think they need a safety in the first round. And I'm like, I don't, with all the needs this team has, I feel like safety is, is rel- I understand the Devin McCourty thing. You're like, you're like freaking out that, a guy who played a thousand snaps and has been so good for so long is gone, but the need does not marry up to tackle wide receiver, cornerback, you know, middle linebacker. Like I think you could upgrade so many other positions before you target safety. And look, I, uh, no disrespect to Devin McCourty, safety to me is a very easy position to figure out. Oh, like, that sounds disrespectful. Yeah, it's not. It's just because like, you say no disrespect doesn't mean what you say after that is not disrespectful. No, I know. Like you're not going to be able to replacing what he brought in the locker room is very, very different. It's very difficult. I'm talking about this position specifically, and this is one of the reasons I had such a big issue with drafting Cole Strange last year. I don't see the value in taking a guard or a safety that early in the draft. I can find a guard in the third or fourth round that's going to be a starter and going to be pretty good. Uh, it's the same with centers. It's the same. Like it's there's certain positions in football where to me, the value is just not there. And like Kyle Hamilton, in my opinion, last year's draft was one of the best players in the draft. I would not have taken him in the top 10. He, in my opinion, he was a can't miss safety, but to me, safety just doesn't have the value of using it on a top 15 pick. I, I would, I would never, you'd never catch me dead. You're drafting a safety in the top 15. Never. I don't totally disagree. I do think there's occasional um, unicorns or whatever you want to call them in terms of obviously a guy like Ed Reed, if you knew what he was going to become. Yeah, if you um, knew Ed Reed was going to be Ed Reed, but like, right. that's what one, I mean, maybe that's generation. We throw it around. Palomalu, like yeah. it's yep. those guys, but you, you, ha- you never know that they're going to be that player. Right, right. Um, but if there is a player like that in this draft, in my opinion, and I think in most people's opinions, it's Brian Branch out of Alabama. There's no um, question. I do actually think as I go through this, and I haven't gone through everything yet to sort of rank them horizontally and vertically in my whole overall big board, I think he's one of the best all-around athlete prospects in this draft. I think he's going to be a really, really good NFL safety, and I think he's a modern NFL safety in that I think some people would probably say, yeah, he can. Ha- he has cover skills, cornerback-like skills, can play in the back end, has the size at six feet tall, is not super undersized. There's some of those guys we'll talk about later. 4-5-40 is not lightning fast, but when I watch him play, he plays faster than 4-5-4-6-40 that yep. he ran. Um, I think he's he's a really, really good player. It's a little bit like we had the, the conversation about um, – B. John Robinson and the running back. Like, I think he's can't miss pretty close to can't miss. How valuable is he? Where do you, where is he value on the draft board? What kind of players do you have around him? But to me, if you add Brian branch to 
an already good defense, a defense that has a corner, has a pass rush, you'll be really happy with the kind of player you get. Yeah, look, I, I completely agree with you. I, I think if you're just going based on football players, you're not taking positional value into account. Brian Branch is a top five player in this draft, Agreed. in my opinion. I just think he's that good. It was the same. We had the same discussion with B. John Robinson. Yep. It's just, I don't know if he, unfortunately for him, I just don't know if he's going to go in the first round because I don't know if the value's there. I, I think any team that takes this kid is going to be thrilled to pieces that they took him because he, if as long as you're willing to pay him in the future, he'll be on your team for 10 years and he'll have a good, solid NFL career. I can't say that he'll be a Hall of Famer. I can't even say that he'll be a perennial Pro Bowler, but he will be a legitimate impact player every year. And that, as Bill likes kind of to say, he's a four-down player. He can return yep. punts. He can cover kicks. He can do he everything. He's in the kicking game. Um, but I don't th – and he was a guy that we had – fans calling and talking about they should take Brian Branch at 14 um and I it kind of surprised me a the need and b the player um even talking to Mike Rodak who covers Alabama now yeah. used to cover the Patriots he was a little surprised at sort of the hype train that has um come about for Brian Branch and it'll be interesting to see who knows where he ends up maybe he ends up as the 32nd pick in the draft 31st pick in the draft whatever um but he is a really good player after that I personally am not sure there's anybody I would even consider taking in the first round at the safety position. No, there I think isn't. there's guys. Um, and again, some of them will probably have long careers, probably start, you know, an Adrian Phillips type in yep. five years, you'll be talking about one of these guys like, Oh, he's a really good player in your defense. He does a lot of things. I, I don't discount that. It's not like they're all going to be bums, but you know, Antonio Johnson is next on the list in a lot of I places. I like him a lot. Um, and actually, he he jumped off for me because one of the comparisons was Kyle Duggar was their comparison. Well, six he hits two, like one, a truck. Uh, he does. 6'2", 198, 45240. Um, although it's funny, he ran a slower, I mean, a faster 40 time. I don't think he runs as well on the football field as Brian Branch does. Um, tackles for a loss, sacks, like he's a, a box safety around the ball, makes some plays. I don't know how explosive he is in, in you know, in sort of a modern football athlete way. Yep. Good football player. Like he, yeah. he'll probably be a good player on some team, but to me, he's a, he's a day two pick at best. Yeah. A, a team that needs a safety to come down into the box and, and hit and play the run and, and do that. You're going to be really happy with what Antonio Johnson brings you. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't love his coverage skills. I don't think he is that kind of player. Um, but if you need a safety, like if you're looking for a Jabril Peppers type, right now at his point in his career. Like that's what Antonio Johnson brings. He will come down into the box. He is not afraid to hit people and, uh, and he is very good at it and he's strong. You're right. I don't think he moves nearly as fast as a guy uh, like Brian branch, but you know, clearly he, he had a decent 40 time. The kid can play football. You're not going to be upset about drafting him, but I'm not going to spend a, a, a high second, late first round pick on a guy like this. I just won't. Yeah, I agree. Um, so who you got next on your list? I'll let you pick a player uh, let's, to talk about. Let's go to the next Alabama uh, safety. That'd be hmm. Jordan Battle. Um, 6'1", like 209, 4'5", I love the idea of having a player with the name Battle on the back of his jersey. I just think that looks really cool, uh, which is, you know, aesthetics are good. It's not a bad thing. Uh, this guy, to me, is probably an early third-round pick. Uh, he's got really good, like just natural ability playing safety. He has the ideal size and strength to play again, another strong safety, similar to Antonio Johnson doesn't necessarily hit and want to hit quite the same way. Um, but he is surprisingly better in coverage than I think I originally was going to give him credit for. Um, cause he's just 
big. It's just you don't expect a safety that big to be very good in coverage. And I, I think he can kind of handle his own. Um, and again, that lends into I don't think he's as good of a tackler as he should be at his size. I think those are things that can be worked on. I think he, again, will probably get drafted and could probably start right away for a team that needs uh, a strong safety. If you still go by free safety, strong safety measures, uh, I think he could do that. Or he could simply be a safety rotation guy like what the Patriots do. If you find yourself on a good defense, I, I think you could get a lot of reps in this year. Yeah, I don't think he, I mean, certainly no Ed Reed, but I do think he has some versatility in the back end. Um, breaks on the football confidently. Like when he goes for it, he, there's no indecisiveness. Um, you know, I think he had, I was reading three of his six interceptions were returned for touchdowns. Like that's breaking on the ball and being gone. That's pick six type yeah. plays. Um, he's aggressive. I like what he brings to the table. Um, if I were, you know, I, I would not overdraft Brian Branch from a Patriots perspective. And it's funny, you talked about coaching things. And I've mentioned this before. I bring it up every year when we do these podcasts and we talk about Alabama players and pipeline prospects and this this idea that I know was was at home in Foxborough for years that Alabama players are probably don't have a lot of room for growth because they are really well coached by Nick yep. Saban and his staff. And I know for a long time that was a theory. Um, of those players coming out that, yeah, they may be good players, but but grade them on what they are. Don't grade them on expecting them to get 30% better, 40% better yeah. like you might from a different school where you don't have quite the same respect or knowledge of the coaching they are getting. Um, but I think Battle is an NFL defensive back. I think he's a yep. top, probably at worst, top six NFL defensive back, like extra safety, maybe second safety. Um, not sure you're ever going to build around him in your back end and have him as that, but I think he will absolutely contribute to a good defense and is a day two pick, um, middle of the, you know, late second round, early third round, somewhere in there. I think battle is, is positionally valuable. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like he will, he will find a home and I don't think he'll have an issue. Um, so let's go. We have a couple interesting guys coming up in that they're part of secondaries that are uh, have multiple NFL prospects in them, multiple draft prospects. We'll go Christopher Smith out of Georgia first. Um, 5'11", 192, 4'6", uh, 240. Um, he's aggressive. He hits bigger than he is. I mean, 190 pounds is not huge for a safety um, I feel like he hits bigger than that. He's violent. I, I kind of like his style of play. I think he's got, in terms of style, some Jabril Peppers to him. Like he's going to take it to you in any situation, whether it's in the passing game or in the running game. Um, I don't know. I I have issues with like a lot of players on that defense. I think that was a really well coached defense. I think they got the most out of all their guys and had them in roles where they worked. I'm not sure how many are going to become elite NFL players, star NFL players. Um, and I'd put Smith in that. I think he's fine. Um, I think he has a little bit of upside, but I don't think he's ever going to be a, a great NFL defensive back. Yeah. I think you and I disagreed on Keely Ringo too. When we talked yeah. about him in that, I really liked him. I thought there was yep. a lot of room for growth where you didn't necessarily feel the same way. Um, and so I, but I, I tend to agree with you when it comes to Christopher Smith. I, I think he could probably make an impact on a team, but he's not going to be a cornerstone defensive player. Um, I think he has relatively good awareness. Like his ball skills are pretty good overall. Um, the thing I noticed too, though, like in defending the run doesn't escape the blocks very well. 
uh, like gets really tied down by those pulling those guards and tackles that get to the second yep. level. Um, and, and so I think that's something that he needs to work on, but ultimately like solid player. And I, I wasn't really blown away by anything. So it's not a player I'm going to have high up on my board. Like if I was building anything, but you know, I, I think he could find a role somewhere on a, on a pretty good defense. A uh, similar guy and a, another guy coming from a, a school that has multiple uh, prospects, Sidney Brown out of Illinois. Yeah. Um, 5'10", 211. Uh, he was there for like five years. Another this, this group of defensive backs has a lot of experience, There's, and we talked about it in one of the previous podcasts between COVID and just the way things have played yeah. out in recent years. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of, of older guys. players in general, yeah. Absolutely. And he ran a 4.47. He did 23 reps at 225. He blitzes, he hits, he's aggressive. I think at absolute worst, he has the making of a really good special teams player, and I think he will be more than that. I think he will be um, a contributing safety uh, for an NFL team. Like, there was a scouting report. I didn't obviously see a lot of it because it's tough trying to find film, but, like, missed tackles is a bit of a concern with him, which would also obviously carry over into the special teams game. You can't be missing. But then there's examples on tape of, good kick coverage where he's just yeah. flying down the field, making plays. So I kind of like Sidney Brown as a, um, first of all, four, four, seven safety at two eleven. I'm intrigued by, I'm intrigued Same. by that. Missile. Um, and as a mid round, like special teams and then figure out the rest kind of guy. I'm interested. Like, uh, to be honest, I, I think this is a perfect guy for the Patriots to take a stab at. Like if he's hanging around in the fourth round and you see him, it's like, all right, I like this guy. I think you know right away he can he can contribute to special teams at the very yep. least, and then he may be able to be the next guy after Jalen Mills, right? That Jalen Mills contract is only what a one year deal, so you're gonna need to maybe figure that out afterward. Anyways, there's a chance, and, and you know, luckily, it's a, if it's a fourth round pick, it doesn't matter all that much if he isn't gonna be that guy. But if he shows the ability to be that guy, I think that is a really good hit and in somebody that has that potential upside. Like with a guy like Sidney Brown, I see a lot of upside at safety and at free safety um, in particular. And so I, I think for the Patriots, from a Patriots perspective, this is a guy, if I'm drafting a safety, that would be high up on my board. Okay. So another guy that is interesting for a lot of reasons is JL Skinner out of Boise state. Okay. Um, so first of all, interesting, I'll just six foot four, two Oh nine is an interesting build for a safety massive. Um, but I want to play our little game that we've played before at other positions with other players, <laughs> JL Skinner. Okay. What does the JL and JL Skinner stand for? <sighs> this, I don't know. Uh, I have not looked it up. Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess. I'm going to say, uh, Jonathan Lee. No, because nothing you said would have been correct because he told the athletic, it doesn't stand for anything. It's just a name that my grandfather and father also used. So there's no, so his actual name is JL. It's not like an abbreviation for anything. No. Yeah. Well, I don't know if his actual name is JL, but he goes by it and it is not an acronym for anything. It is oh. just the same. His father and grandfather went by JL Skinner and it's not for like Jeremiah yeah. Lewis or even whatever. even according to his Wikipedia page, which is small. JL Skinner the third. There is no actual like other name for this guy. Right. JL is his name. Huh. Maybe he should go by Jill or something. Jill. Um, and then JLS. Okay. JLS the third. <laughs> I like that. So he uh, also had a torn peck. 
in February, so he did not work out at the Combine. So there's a bit of an unknown there in terms of his comparative testing and 40 time. Um, Three-year player, seven interceptions, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, um, can play deep. He is long. He tracks the ball well. Uh, I He's not a thumper. He's a little bit more of a free safety type, but he's willing to hit. He just isn't bringing a lot of lead when he when he hits there. Yes, um, very much so. If you're looking for more of a free safety type, I'm intrigued by him. Yeah, I, I think there's a chance there that I like the explosiveness. You're right. He's not afraid to hit. It's just that I don't know that the strength is there behind the hit. So, yeah. But that's something an NFL coaching staff can fix. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm going to get him on a specific weight regimen. He's going to weight train all the time. We're going to get him on a specific diet, and he's going to bulk up a, bo- a bit, and he's going to add some lead to that pencil and be able to absolutely hit somebody. Uh, because clearly I don't think he's afraid to, I agree with you. I, I, I think there's a lot of positives. Again, this is another guy with some room for upside here, mm-hmm. um, that I think, uh, an NFL coaching staff like the new England Patriots, uh, could take care of. So another guy that I don't think there's much room for upside for is, uh, Kayvon Merriweather out of Iowa. Um, well, I didn't even look at this guy. Okay. I, I saw Iowa. So I did a little research on him just cause you never know with Kirk Ferentz and what they got going on there. Fair. High character guy, apparently according to scouting reports, coaches rave about his character, but six foot two Oh five, four, six, two forty. Um, I think he's a special teamer, maybe a backup. He is pretty physical. And I actually thought he was slightly more athletic than some of the red, the scouting reports I read on him. I, yep. but I do not see upside. He is not a starting safety in the national football league. Um, Maybe the connection gets him a job. Very average football speed. He's a competitor. To me, he's one of those good college football players. There's no shame in that kind of guy. And maybe he can stick around as a special teamer as like the 53, 52nd player on your roster for a couple of years, but really not much more than that. Um, another guy I wanted to bring up for his interesting name uh, and and a couple other side bits. By the way, Sidney Brown from Ontario, Ontario Canada. I, I forgot. Oh, Canadian, that. nice. And then uh, moved down to Florida, did some high school down there, but originally from Ontario. Um, Jair Brown from Penn State, whose nickname is Tig, T I G. Okay. Because when he was a little baby, he bounced around a lot like Tigger. Oh, nice. So I liked that. I always love these little. Uh, because I feel like when we watch the draft, they fixate on like, I'm just throwing this, you know, Sidney Brown, who had three siblings who were all killed in a tragic, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like oh, yeah. They, all the they, sad they, stuff. Right. No they, fun little tidbits. I kind of like, hey, his name is Tig because he bounced around on Tigger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. have fun with it. I don't need to cry during the, the exactly. freaking draft. Um, 5'11", 203, two-year player for them, 46540. Um, just spew. He didn't have a great combine. Um, just kind of average, just kind of a guy. Sorry. Yeah, it's kind of weird too because he was on Bruce Feldman's freaks list. He was like number sixty nine on the list, really. And yet, yeah, which normally means, ooh, okay, I can't wait to see this guy at the combine. And then this guy just kind of doesn't show up at the combine. Yeah, and nothing. It's tough. Hmm. It, it's a it's a tough, tough, tough moment for him. I he's okay. Like I, you know, I don't know. I don't see anything crazy out of him. He might be up late, late draft pick but I, I don't i don't see anything special yeah i find him very meh um and i wanted to as we wrap this up and you and i both I got one about... more guy for you too okay what do you i got? think this could be another patriots target uh jamie robinson that's uh, what i was florida... just gonna say perfect out of florida state uh this guy to me is 
if I was going to pick like the guy, if I, if, if I wanted the Patriots to draft a safety, this guy might be the guy I want them to take late, uh, late in the draft. I just think he has the versatility to not only play free safety, but also play that nickel corner. Uh, he can kind of do what miles Bryant does, but probably be better than miles Bryant. We've all seen miles Bryant get cooked by Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, I think there's a chance Jamie Robinson may not get cooked by Isaiah McKenzie. And so I think he would be the perfect kind of guy. I think he's fantastic in man coverage. Uh, like he is in coverage. I, I think he's as good as a lot of the corners in this draft. And this is a kid that plays safety. So I just think the versatility there, especially from a Patriots perspective, is really, really valuable. Yeah, he's going to have to overcome the size. 5'11", 190 is not huge. 4'5", 940 is no, fine. No, but it's also not tiny either. It's not you know tiny. I mean? It's that middling. I bet you Miles Bryant is like 5'11". I bet you he's in that range. And – I. I like uh, Robinson. As Brian is 5'9". Hmm. So there you go. That surprises me. I thought he was a little bigger. And he was a safety listed coming out, and now he's kind of transitioned more to a corner. But um, he's a feisty, Robinson's a feisty competitor, throws his body around scrappy, like any of those cliches you want to think of, it's him. But I don't want to paint it as he's not uh, no ability or he's not skilled. Correct. Like He's just... Um, out he's not there to aimlessly make plays. reckless. No, he's just out there to be around the football, make plays, do whatever is necessary to bring the ball carrier down or get his hands on the football. Um, I like him. I, I think he's a, a guy that probably has some upside. Again, any player that you describe as scrappy and competitive could also be a contributor on special teams and in the yep. kicking game, which all these guys are going to have to. None of these guys are being drafted as, you know, no. sauce gardener to come in and no, 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 I just play defense. I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't do the kicking game kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's an interesting guy. If you had to pick one, I know you just mentioned one and I already forgot who you said you thought would be a Patriot. Um, who would it be? Yeah, I, I would lean Jamie Robinson. I think he would be one of my favorites. Uh, if not him, I would go Sidney Brown. Yeah, I think my two are Sidney Brown and JL Skinner. And Skinner in particular, oh. I'm just honestly intrigued by the six foot four frame and the idea that he's sort of more of a free, yeah, a free safety developmental length, knock the ball down kind of guy. Um, but again, I don't think either of us expect or for those few Patriots fans that hope the team may go after Brian Branch at 14 overall. Um, I don't think we're in that world, even though we both agree Branch is going to be a very good NFL player, maybe even a perennial Pro Bowl caliber player. I think he has that kind of upside from the safety position, given his athleticism and and uh, versatility, but not the greatest safety class we've ever seen. So that's going to put a wraps on another six rings and prospect things podcast as we work our way toward draft weekend position by position. Safeties are done and we're going to move on to, I don't know, we'll have to tune in to find out. For Chris Scheim, I'm Andy Hart and we are in the books. Peace out. See ya.